You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Previously on Once More with Dragons. As you uh, as you and Lily walk out the door and she gasps and goes, oh, the understudies. Each of these figures is wearing a maroon cloak and on the back of that cloak is uh, emblazoned a red and yellow bird across the shoulders. Can I take this cloak and put it on myself? If you, if you would like. I put it on myself and say, I'm finally a tea bird. <laughs> <laughs> You see in front of the Hohenstein has an imposing marquee shining above you. On it is a 10-foot-tall, magical neon face of a smiling elf lady with bright white teeth. Beneath that, it says, Caroline Chandler is Dragotha in Hello, Dragotha by Florence Schick. And Susie Bowman says, my goodness, what a delightful day. The three of you, I am so happy to welcome you to the Liedernander organization as our newest batch of ushers. Thank you, thank you so much for coming. Uh, next steps, next steps, right? Uh, Lily, what are what are the, uh, how do we do this? Opening night is uh, tomorrow night, so that'll be your uh, first night on the job. Come uh, two hours uh, before showtime. Between now and then, you're gonna have to head over to Tim Taylor's Tailor and Trinkets uh, to get fitted for your ushering uniforms. I'd like to get on the ground floor of of this dear elvish Hansen. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, Gre- Gregory it was, right? I think I overheard that before. I'll write that down here. Gregory. Um, yes, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch. Once more with dragons. Arc 1, The Lights of Imperia. Chapter 2, A Stitch in Time Means Crime. <laughs> find yourself uh, happily skipping down the boulevard uh, in Imperia. Um, I do not skip. I'm having a great day. They can skip. I will stroll majestically. I'm trying That's my right. best. I really am. Uh, you you uh, lumber your way down the street. Um, the You haven't taken, uh, I think you all got right off the train and headed straight to um, this audition when you arrived. So you finally get a chance to kind of take in the aesthetic of Imperia. And it is a surprisingly bright city for how dark 
it all is. You can see on one end of the city are these enormous overshadowing cliffs, the Laddie Cliffs, that keep almost the entire city in shadow. And that's it, a hard thing to do because it is filled with what this world's version of skyscrapers might be. Uh, stacks upon stacks of these pastoral wooden framed inns and taverns and stables and whatnot, um, all, all reaching towards the sky. Um, uh, and of course, everything is outlined and lit up in this magical, dazzling light. Uh, every color you could imagine, all of them in uh, Joseph's coat, plus some maybe not even in it. Um, Don't ask me to do that chorus. I can't. <laughs> yeah, those ones. Um, <laughs> you know, if my hood had these colors, I might look handsome and smart and be a walking work of art. <laughs> Oh, um, God. And so you walk down the street. There's all sorts of mystical advertising on the walls for um, or, or up and up on big billboards across these buildings, advertising all the different uh, magical theater shows that are happening and a you know variety of uh, other um, advertisable things. Um, and uh, as you're walking down the street, headed to uh, Tim Taylor's Taylor and Trinkets, uh, <laughs> you walk past uh, Paperboy who goes extra, extra. Uh, read all about it. Blythe beats burn. Extra, extra. Um, you walk past him. Um, you walk past a a, a couple, uh, uh, an elf woman wearing a cloak and a man wearing a bowler hat. Um, and uh, as you walk down the street, um, you c- arrive at Tim Taylor's Tailor and Trinkets. Um, it's in the direction that uh Lily Liedernander pointed you in. It's a, an unassuming shop door. Um, it's got a windowed door with an open sign hanging on it. Um, it, it's got a big window in the front, but you, uh, you try and squint through it and you can't see much. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Can I do a history check to see if I have any experience with this specific building or this place? Sure. Uh, go ahead. Roll history for me. All right. Okay. So that is a nine plus two. So 11. So 11. So uh, uh, about average. Um, This you certainly in your time here, Gregory, you had never gone to Tim Taylor's Taylor and Trinkets shop. um, But you know that this area of Imperia is still kind of the theater district. Um, So while uh, you are surrounded by theaters, also all the supporting businesses, the restaurants, the inns are um, held up by the theater business. Um, So while you don't recognize this particular place, you suspect that uh, it also um, as uh, Lily and Susie implied, has something to do with uh, theater-related items. All right. Y'all ready to get done up? Uh, uh, first, I cannot help but notice that my companions uh, seem a little bit battered from uh, the pre- our previous encounter. Mm. Uh, would mm. you like to do some... What do you talk? <laughs> <laughs> do some healing? I would like to do some healing on whoever needs it the most. Uh, I think that's Gregory. That'd be me. That is definitely me. All right. (laughs) Then I reach out and place an elegant, finely manicured hand on Gregory's shoulder, and I cast Cure Wounds. Excellent. And how much does that cure him Okay, that is 1d8 plus 2. So let me see what I got here for you. Oh, nine points of health. Nine points. That should top you right back up. And then some. Gregory goes goes right back up to full, I believe. Yep, I'm full. Thanks, D. You're the best. Excellent. <laughs> um, you find yourself in front of Tim Taylor's Taylor and Trinkets. What do you do? Well, can I knock? Sure. <laughs> it says open. We might as well go inside. Yeah, I was about to say, why, do, why would you knock on like a store door? <laughs> oh, it's open? Well, it said it was dark and you couldn't see anything. It's so I was windows. worried it might be... <laughs> oh, 
Well, then, can I just go in? Sure, if you like. Are you all ready to go in? <laughs> just go <Yes>. in. <laughs> all right, but, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really slam this door open because, you know, I like to make it entrance. <laughs> you might want to stand back, Gregory. I- I'm glad you're warning us. We don't, us- we don't usually get warnings like this. I appreciate it. Ready to fling! <laughs> ready to right, fling! Uh, Evelyn, uh, roll, roll strength as you open this door. <laughs> <laughs> roll... Okay, wait. Oh, jeez. Roll yes. strength? Yes, what he said. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is a great idea. Let's see. I got a 13 plus a 2. <laughs> All right, with a, with a 15. Uh, <laughs> I'm really you, going you for it. You push on this door, and the thing swings open, um, and there was a bell that was supposed to ring as the door opens, but you see the bell go ding, 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 and flies <laughs> off of its little hook. <laughs> And kind of uh, tinkles onto the ground in the store. Whoopsie. Um, and you find yourself inside Tim Taylor's Taylor and Trinkets. Um, this place <gasps> is cavernous. It is huge. 30, 40 foot ceilings tall. Um, to the left and right of you, you see walls covered floor to ceiling in every outfit you could imagine. Glamorous sequined ball gowns, Ooh. suit jackets in every gaudy pattern oh, imaginable. Wow. I love gaudy. You turn around, uh, you you see above the door is the most extensive assortment of hats you've ever seen. Oh, Top hats oh, in every oh. color, um, plumed drum major, uh, long tall hats, uh, fascinators <laughs> and cowboy hats and more ridiculous hats. You see a witch's hat in the corner. Um, and then uh, the main centerpiece of this store, you see a long counter um in front of you which remains empty to the left of it is uh what appears to be a fitting area there's like a trifold mirror and a little platform to stand on um and above this mirror are hundreds of bolts of fabric again in every pattern you could possibly imagine behind the counter uh are not clothes but um the most bizarre assortment of gadgets and gizmos and whatnots who's it's and what's it's galore. um are there thingamabobs uh there's at least 20 wow, um 20 good <laughs> i love a good thingamabob you see uh uh a gleaming blue parasol. Uh, you see dozens of musical instruments. There's a set of bagpipes. There's a cornet. There's a fiddle. Um, there's a strange but interesting looking plant sitting on one of the shelves. Um, there's so many masks. Um, you, uh, One of the masks, uh, Gregory, you look at and you could swear it winks right back at you. Um, <laughs> and then uh, in the, the counter itself has a, uh, a glass covering, um, which is also filled with a bizarre assortment of things. Um, there's uh, so many pocket watches, more than you've ever seen uh prominently displayed there's a a chunk of some sort of uh it's like a sky blue uh crystalline form um and it seems to be kind of pulsating um it's got a bit of a glow to it um and on the counter there is a a rotary style phone that says lutona phone on it and next to that is a bellhop bell um and behind the counter is a curtained uh doorway um and uh that's about all you see in here I'm a little distracted. I'm staring very intently at that cornet. So that's what I'm doing. Y'all keep doing your thing. There needs to be at least 109 more of them. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. I want to ding this bell. <laughs> all right, shall we have you roll gentle, strength? Dear. We don't want to break the counter. <laughs> no, I'll do it okay. gentle this time. I just want to get their attention because obviously they didn't hear me come in. How many bells must you break in this place? <laughs> Look. They don't call me the bell breaker for nothing. Oh, God. Is that what they called you? Um, yes, you remember back in the day. My fifth husband had a completely different word for you. It wasn't polite. Oh. <laughs> oh. I love Irvin Borgelin. He was a great composer. <laughs> All right. Uh, Evelyn, you uh, walk up and you ding this bell. Um, ding, and ding, you, ding. 
you swear uh, almost before your fingers touch the bell, um, the, these curtains in front of this doorway swing open uh, and a jolly looking half elf man walks out and goes, oh, hello there. Um, oh. And I do have a question. Uh, Jess, yes. uh, are you still wearing that cloak? Yes, very much. Um, and you see this man go, oh, my God, and uh, run back behind the curtain again. You all right, son? You might need to take that ridiculous You're thing right? out. No. <laughs> you scared. No. Um, what I do is I turn it inside out and then wrap it around me like girls do when they got a jacket. <laughs> uh, and, uh, oh, that's yeah, that's good. That's good. You you hear from behind the curtains. We don't want any trouble here. Do I look like an understudy to you? Oh, I, I yeah yeah I, I, yes you do. <laughs> I ain't never been no understudy. I, I need you to be gone. I've been th- ignore him. He just has terrible taste in clothing. That too. And uh, you see uh, just this man's uh, head poke out from the curtains, just kind of wrapped around the curtains, and he goes, "Oh, oh my goodness, are are you?" I, and you see him look left and right, and he goes, are you understudies? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do I look no, like an understudy no. to you? We're um, so much better than that. We're all leading ladies. Even you. He kind of uh, nervously comes out from behind the curtain, uh, still uh, keeping his, not leave, making his eyes leave you, Gregory. Um, and he extends his hand to you, Evelyn, and says, hello, the name's Tim Taylor. Welcome to Tim Taylor's <gasps> Taylor and Trinket Shop. Um, Charmed. May I help you with something? Yeah, we're, we're the new ushers here, and we need to get us some uh, fancy duds. Oh, only because I'm curious and also because I was attacked and I would like to know why so I can decide who to punish. <laughs> I'm along for the ride, so. That too. <laughs> what, a, what a bizarre set of requirements to <laughs> lay out for someone who is simply a Taylor who you just met. Um, he says that in character. Um, <laughs> Are you Tim Taylor, the Tim Taylor? I am indeed Tim Taylor, the Taylor man. Um, welcome to my Taylor shop and trinket shop. I am, of course, an artificer. Um, I am one of the keenest tailors in the land. And uh, one of the collectors of, I, I, if you look around you, you will see artifacts from dozens upon dozens of some of my favorite productions that have ever made it to Imperia. Um, I am what you might call an aficionado of magical theater. No. Um, you know, you go to the flea market and you pick up a thing here and you pick up a thing there. Um, and and also from time to time, I'm called on to make costumes and whatnot for these various productions. And the Leader Nando organization has me on retainer um, making uh, uh, Usher outfits, which I believe, as you mentioned, is why you're here. You're one smart tailor! <laughs> and you see him you see him warm up and, and smile at you a little bit. Um, and he goes, well... Um, uh, n- no use in, uh, in waiting. Uh, shall we get someone fitted up first? Um, I would quite like it if you would take that cloak off, sir. Would, uh, would you prefer to, um, go first? It's all you, Greg. I will go first, but the cloak, I will keep it, but I will take it off. <laughs> all right. Um, and, uh, you, uh, take the cloak off. Um, do you, do you hold on to it? Do you hand it to him? Um, I put it in a satchel, I believe I have, with like a couple of the other inventories, or I try my best to like shove it into like a pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you you uh, halfway shove it, shove it into the satchel that you're wearing, okay. and uh, Tim lead, leads you over to um, the this uh, measuring station, um, this tailor station in the corner, and uh, motions for you to stand up on this platform. 
Um, he goes right, right here, sir. And uh, y- you stand up there, and he snaps his fingers, um, and uh, three or four um, flying tape measures appear, oh, um, oh. and uh, they uh, start measuring you uh, in every way possible: the inseam, uh, the hey, you know, hey, your shoulders hey, around your neck. Um, <laughs> the um, uh, the tape measures also um, they um, I believe you you do you wear a suit jacket normally. Yes. Uh, so they they scooch the suit jacket off your shoulders, hey, hey. Um, and and uh, uh, your um, your satchel off. Um, um, hey, and uh, not, uh, no, <laughs> Tim's like, oh, oh, don't mind. That just this will just be a second, sir. Um, while that's not right. Let it happen. While right. that's happening, Evelyn and uh, Desiree, are y'all doing anything? You looking around? You? I'm wandering around a bit. All right. Looking at the stuff. <laughs> I am still holding my cat, Lord Adamitus the Fourteenth, and I would like to cast Speak on Animals with it. Okay. Um. Uh. Okay. Um, <laughs> you do that, I guess. Um, I tell Eddie Snuggly Boy to explore as much as he can in the store. Okay. If he sees anything dangerous, to come and warn me immediately. All right. Um, so, uh, Lord Adamitus, um, uh, what does when you speak with him? What does he sound like? <laughs> oh no. Oh, very well, Madame. I don't have anything better to do. I suppose I can find a rat or two, or some th- kind of tassel to bat around for a few minutes. She sounds just like a mother. <laughs> very Judy, very Judy Dench. And he uh, slinks out of your bag um, and uh, starts prowling around um, the counter, um, uh, unseen by Tim Taylor, um, just kind of examining the things uh, that are going on there. Uh, Evelyn, um, you also are walking around examining all these different things. Uh-huh. And uh, perhaps uh, drawn there by uh, the cat's exploration, you are also drawn to this chunk of crystal under the glass covering of the of the counter. Uh, and you notice that you, you're pretty sure it was kind of glowing a little bit when you all had walked in, but it is uh, certainly clear at this point that this thing is uh, pulsating light right now, and it, it seems to be getting faster. <laughs> Uh, hey Tim. Yes. What's the deal with this here crystal over here? Oh, that's it's uh, it's got a lot going on. That's one of my prized. But you've never seen one of those before. Of course, you all must be new to Imperia. Is that correct? You gonna leave me naked here, Tim? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, that's it. Uh, and uh, Gregory, you're uh, kind of incapacitated by the tape measures, which are just wrapping uh, more. You know, taking more aggressive measurements of you. Um, it's it's mm-hmm. it's certainly not damaging you, but it's uncomfortable. All right. <laughs> and uh, uh, Tim continues. Oh well, that that's quite a quite a rare find. That right there. Um, that is a piece of. Res- Resilium. Resilium is a, a very uh, rare and mystical ore. They say to everyone who finds it, it brings them the best of luck. And uh, Gregory, I would like you to roll a perception roll. Yes, of course. Um, seven plus... Um, yeah, seven. A seven. All right. Uh, <laughs> with with the perception roll, um, you notice that uh, your satchel with the cloak in it, um, although the uh, tape measures had knocked it off your body, it doesn't seem to be right next to your feet anymore. What? 
Who stole my satchel? Um, and as you look down, you see uh, Lord Adamitus crawl out from the other side of the counter uh, with your satchel um, between its teeth, Gregory. And what what seems to be strange about this interaction is uh, Lord Adamitus seems to be yanking on it. And the satchel, or, or perhaps even the cloak inside of it, seems to be yanking itself in the other direction. Oh, my God. Cat, cat, don't lose that. What is the meaning of this? Addy cat, cat get over um, here. Adamitus, Addy, Addy, sweetie, drop it, drop it. Evelyn, get a treat, get a treat. Evelyn, would you roll a perception check as well? Oh, sure. Perception. Oh, I'm so not perceptive. That's a one. (laughs) All right. Uh, (laughs) It feels in character, though. It does feel in character. Anyway, so these hats. Uh, (laughs) Evelyn, you're uh, you're having a flashback to that moment when you forgot your lines on stage. (gasps) Uh, centuries oh. ago. Um, <laughs> oh, no. And uh, meanwhile, Desiree, I'll give you this one so someone will notice it. <laughs> oh, thank you. You notice that crystal that uh, Tim was referring to earlier is absolutely pulsating faster and faster and faster. And as it pulsates, you see this cloak inside of uh, Gregory's satchel also kind of try and wrench itself free from the satchel. And it seems to be doing so in time with this crystal. Oh. I think these are related. This is not natural. <laughs> oh, God. I can't remember my lyrics. Um, Evelyn, Evelyn, it was like, Evelyn, focus on me. Am I still getting... It was like, Orkin can only sing one note, and the note he sang was what? I don't know. <laughs> am I still getting, like, um, pummeled with, like, these tape measures and stuff, or is that all... Uh, Yes, uh, Gregory, I would say uh, in game mechanics, you are uh, uh, what is called grappled, which means uh, you can't move. Okay. Um, oh, good. <laughs> so I'm like still detached, but I saw the cat run away with my with my stuff. Okay, I reach out and grab at Addy with one hand and at the cloak with another. All right. Um, so uh, let's see. Will you roll a... Let's call this dexterity check. Mm-hmm. All right, we're rolling a dexterity check, and we have a 13. A 13. Um, with a 13, I will say you uh, absolutely get your uh, your hands around Addy um, and are able to bring him back and uh, return him to your pouch. Um, your hand reaches out to grab this cloak, and just as you're about to scrape it, the whole cloak itself shoots out of Jess's satchel um, and rises up into the air, and you see it uh, uh, floating. Um, and Tim, uh, who's kind of taken on to this whole thing, uh, you see him go... Oh, no. Um, And he runs back into his quarters. And with that, let's roll for initiative. Okay, fun stuff. Oh, jeez, I got a one. All right. Eight. Eight for Gregory. Okay, I guess it's a two with uh, my initiative thing, but. Okay. I got a nine. A nine for Evelyn. All right. And let me roll for the cloak. This cloak is floating towards you threateningly and bizarrely um the ah! you're you're kind of uh it's actually facing you backwards so the um bird on the back of it is kind of looking at you even though it's inanimate um hmm. and evelyn uh you're up first what do you want to do uh i don't know if i trust this thing okay i feel like i have to <laughs> uh do something 
Uh, probably don't know what. Are we like going into battle mode, or should I talk to it? So it's you are. Um, I have put you in combat, but you can resolve combat however you want. Okay. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to. Attack. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I I feel I still feel like I'm in the throes of that flashback. <laughs> I, I I don't quite have all my bearings. I'm still not very perceptive, <laughs> so I'm lost in that moment. And call me Dragon, where I can't remember my lyrics. So I feel like I'm looking at your fifth husband, Irvin Borgelin, Desiree. Evelyn has gone bye-bye, Gregory. What have you got? Oh, am, I still, am I still attacked God. by like, these tape measures? Or am I, uh, I think am I you free? still grappled, yeah. You, you are. Evelyn, you can also prepare an action if you want to say... I'll- I... I- I, I want to try to talk to it okay. because I'm under the delusion it's someone okay. I know. Um, what do you what, what do you what do you say to this cloak that's floating five feet off the ground? Irvin, I swear I never forgot my lines before. You can't cut me from the show and make me an understudy. Um, okay. They're the worst. Um, uh, sure, roll a persuasion check. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Persuasion. Oh, okay. Oh, I got a twelve. All right, with a with a twelve, um, you have kind of looked at this uh, uh, this uh, maroon cloak that's floating in front of you, uh-huh. um, and tried to persuade it that it's someone you know. Um, and y- Irvin, you see this cloak take take attention to you, um, and it kind of uh, uh, floats towards you a little bit. Um, and as it's doing so, uh, Gregory, it is your turn. You are grappled by these tape measures. Um, you can't move. Okay, but. Uh, 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 you certainly can perform other actions. You can use an action to get ungrappled. Um, or if it makes sense, you can do other actions like spell casting or other things while you're grappled. Hmm. All right. Um, so can I attack these grappling attributes to try to ungrapple myself? If you would like. I would like to do that. Yes, please. All right. Um, roll attack. Uh, what are you attacking them with? Just like your hands? Um. Yeah, my hands, because I don't have my dagger or anything on me. Uh, what'd you get? Um, that's a natural 20. A natural 20. All right. Um, uh, with uh, a very deft karate chop action, um, you, you swat away these enchanted tape measures uh, and, and you uh, make a noise like something. Oh, uh, yeah. the, oh, that's exactly. I still got it. Exactly what I was envisioning. Um, and uh, they uh, fall to the floor and you are ungrappled. And up next is the cloak itself. Um, it's been floating towards you, Evelyn. Um, you did roll a persuasion check and it didn't work. Um, so, uh, you see, um, this, uh, this bizarre cloak kind of reel back. Um, and then, uh, Evelyn, it just hurls itself towards you and does a 14 beat your armor class. Oh, it just does. All right. Uh, I'm I'm 12. All right. Um so uh it this cloak slams itself down into you and uh as it does you kind of hit the floor um with <laughs> a not great crack and uh I need you to take oh no, 5 points of damage. Yikes. Oh. Done. Um and then next in the order is Desiree. All right. Um I cast Produce Flame. All right. Let's see. Uh, If a flame appears in my hand and I tell the cloak, unhand her at once or you will burn. Okay. Um, And roll to attack. Okay. 
Uh, let's see. I've got, uh, what am I attacking on? Oh, you know what? Uh, you just do it. Um, yeah, we, let's go back and pretend I didn't make your roll. Um, <laughs> uh, so you cast produce flame. Um, to, can you read to me what that does? Uh, let's see. A flickering flame appears in your hand. Um, see, a flame remains there for the duration and harms neither you nor your equipment. Sheds a bright light. You can also attack with the flame, although doing so ends the spell. All right. Right now, uh, I'm just keeping it in my hand, and I'm telling the cloak to unhand uh, to release Evelyn or else. <laughs> okay. Uh, will you also roll then a persuasion check? All right. Let's see. That uh, gives me a fifteen. A fifteen. Um, doesn't do it. Uh, this cloak is still on top of Evelyn. Ah! Um, and uh, Evelyn, are you complaining or uh, trying to yell anything? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Why did I think this would work? Um, and we are back up at the top of the order, which means, Evelyn, it is again your turn. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. I have some spells, and I could maybe try to do a spell. Sure. Um, Don't you have dragon breath? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, my brass! I can use my brass! Did you Did you use that last I time? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think, think she I did. did. Yes. Is, sure. is it only but like once a? I think it's once, once a campaign. Once, a, but you know, I would say you that walking here was a short rest. <laughs> if you want to use your breath weapon again, you can do that. Okay. Um, I have to remember how this works with the dice. It um, says two d six. The six, the six sided one, two times. Yep, right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Okay. That's a three. And that's a six. So nine. All right. You hit this thing for nine damage. Uh, what does this look like? Uh, <laughs> I remember. I remember the note now. I remember my word. Uh, <laughs> um, and as you let that note out, uh, flames emit from your dragonborn mouth, <laughs> um, which sends this cloak sailing backwards and it crashes into the closed uh, door that enters uh, Tim Taylor's Taylor and Trinkets. Uh, and on its way, of course, sends that bell that's been sitting on the floor skittering away and it goes and next next in the order is gregory who is now ungrappled all right i i come out and like i didn't see any of this happen correct like this is just my first experience like there's fire there's everything everyone you've heard a bunch of things happening including evelyn complaining about not knowing her lines This is not at all what I expected when I came out here. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> holy smokes. Um, all right. Can I can I try to do one crazy thing? And this might ruin everything. Sure. <gasps> one crazy thing could save us all. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try to do a performance and persuasion thing at the same time. Oh, how? Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to try to convince that piece of cloak that it is not a piece of costume you are not just an understudy you are the leading star and no one has given you the respect you deserved and that i go into the, the this world's equivalent to all for the best from godspell <laughs> and trying to get him to tag along there's nothing okay. that can't be solved with a musical number exactly well- Cha-cha. We'll call this. We'll call this a performance check. Go ahead, roll. Roll performance. Uh, Sixteen plus five. 
<laughs> I don't know what this does. Um, 16 plus five, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Wait, so you start tap dancing really yes, well yes. in front of this magical cloak that's just been thrown into the wall. Um, you see uh, it kind of like groggily, like kind of uh, sets itself back up. Um, and then uh, it, it looks as you... I haven't seen him like this in years! You're just hoofing it, Gregory. Um, and uh, uh, you see it look at you. Um, and... It's a piece of clothing. It doesn't really divulge emotion. Um, but if it did, um, you would kind of get the sense that it doesn't actually seem um, impressed or convinced of you. It just seems scared of you. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's almost as if it has some lingering memory of um, uh, moments past. Um, and uh, it kind of turns tail, which is actually forward, and the um, the uh, bird portion of it uh, starts to run itself into the glass doorway as if it, like a, like a fly trapped behind a window, just going tunk, tunk, tunk harder and harder oh. into the door. Um, and we're going to call that its turn. And now it's Desiree's turn. Mess him up, but don't wreck my cloak. <laughs> All right. Well, now I'm really angry. So I hurl my produced flame at the cloak's back. All right. Um, Which so means I need to make a ranged spell attack, however excellent. that looks. I don't know what that looks like. Let's have you roll dexterity to see uh, how accurate your aim is with this. Okay. Ah, oh, jeez, I got a one. Uh, you know, oh, I'll, give you, uh, <laughs> I'll give you advantage also because I want this to succeed, but also because you've been waiting there for a second and, uh, uh, you know, you've been watching this thing. Okay. So you can roll again. All right. Okay, I got a dexterity of seven. A dexter and did you add your dex modifier to that? Yes. All right. I'll I'll give it to you with a seven, just barely. But this flame uh, 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 dashes out of your hand towards this cloak. And go ahead, roll one d eight, which is okay. the double pyramid. Okay, rolling one d eight. Oh, I got an eight. All right. Um, so you see this thing um, get hit in the corner uh, in its shoulder with uh, a bit of this fire um, and the it notices it. Um, and like suddenly the cloak itself starts to be on fire and uh, you see one of the sleeves come up and start trying to pat out the fire on its other shoulder. Um, but also as it's doing that, um, because you only rolled a seven, uh, Disarea, your flame also happened to break the window open of the door. Um, and so as the cloak's trying to put out its shoulder, it notices this and it turns back around to look at the three of you and then turns and then flees out the doorway into the air. Ah, D, you lost my coat! Uh, and out of Tim Taylor's store. Your coat tried to kill Evelyn! It looked nice! Greg, we're in a freaking tailor shop! I do not care how stylish it is. If I can buy you a perfectly fine opera cloak that will not murder anybody. I won't ever be a T-bird without that cloak! Greg, you're too old to be a T-bird. Peanuts, Cheerios, M&M's, get 
gotcha concessions here. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome to uh, Intermission. It's me, Tommy, your Dungeon Master. This is Intermission. Thank you for listening to episode two of Once More with Dragons. This is a new musical theater-themed Dungeons & Dragons podcast. If you made it this far without figuring that out, well, now you know. Best things you can do to help us out, review us on Apple Podcasts. Tweet about us using the hashtag OnceMoreCast. I'm really looking for some names for some D&D-themed musicals. Uh, maybe if you give us a musical name, we'll, you'll see it in an episode later. Uh, check out our social stuff, tell all your friends. As always, our troop this week is Evelyn Forte, the brassy mouth dragonborn sorcerer, played by Emily Clark. You can find Emily over at Stealing Focus on YouTube. Dee Soraya, the magnificent high elf druid and daughter of theatrical royalty, is played by Christy Esterly. You can find Christy, aka the diva, over at Musical Hell on YouTube. Gregory Highland, the two-time and dwarfish rogue, is played by Jesse McAnally. You can find Jesse's podcast musicals with cheese in a podcatcher near you and of course i am tommy nolan your dungeon master musical theater mash in all places online our artwork is by derek trust thank you to our story consultants wes katie flynn and jimmy and always thank you to broadway podcast network for having us on all of this information and more is at once more with dragons.com including our twitter our instagram our facebook and our patreon our next episode will be going up on Wednesday, March 25th. That's two weeks from now. You can look forward to it then. But until then, enjoy Act Two. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You hear from behind the curtains, uh... Oh, are they, is it, is it gone? Um, and you see uh, Tim Taylor's head once again poke out uh, from behind the curtains. This time, though, uh, right next to the ground. Um, uh, so as to uh, keep himself uh, more closed off and contained. Well, you were extremely helpful that during that encounter. Yeah, come on out, Timmy boy. You could have called off your tape measure so I could be been more useful, you know. I will have you know, sir, that these tape measures were primarily used in the wonderful show. All I'm hearing the- is yada, 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 yada. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, sir? And uh, uh, he actually reaches um, behind himself past this curtain and uh, pulls out um, three ushers uniforms. Um, and he says, listen, these tape measures allow me to work quite quickly. Um, the three of you will find that these fit you perfectly. Yes, I only needed to measure one of you. I'm that good. Um, and wow. You just wanted to torture me, didn't you? Just because I came in dressed a little different than you'd like. Sir? You just, you volunteered. I'm not talking. Well, you shouldn't have been wearing that usher robe. Or 
Understudy room. I will have you know, the understudies have not been seen in the city of Imperia for years and years and years, and to see one walk in on a bright, sunny day like this, well, it's scary, he says. Uh, Wasn't smart, Sounds like you got your own prejudices. That ain't my problem. Um, And he uh, uh, stares you down and uh, looks at the other two of you, uh, Desiree and Evelyn, says, well, if you two would like your outfits, here you go. Um, You, sir, um, this one will cost you three gold pieces. Oh, 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 Timmy, 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 Timmy. That that's that's not that's not going to be the way this is going to go down. I was a businessman once, much like yourself, except my 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 store was the road, <laughs> and the road was my store. And goes. I get that sometimes there you get some unscrupulous people. So mm-hmm. how about out of the kindness of your heart? And I put my hand on his shoulder once again, very similar to how I did before that. <laughs> and I've got this big rugged smile on my face. How about we work something out? I give him a wink. And this is also, um, I'm sure this is probably. Yes, uh, I'm going to have to roll, roll for this. Yes, absolutely. I'm not going to let you just do this. Um, will you roll pers- <laughs> persuasion? Persuasion. All right. Um, 11 plus 112. All right. Um, you see Tim kind of look at you over the brim of his nose and you see him soften a little bit and he goes, Oh, well, all right. I guess it's been a, a, a bit of a crazy day for all of us. Um, you, you know, fought. I, I must admit, uh, I must thank you for uh, fighting this cloak out of my store, as it seems you have done. Um, and he uh, hands you your usher outfit without much more uh, hustle or fussle which are real words that I just invented. I nod, I, I nod at Tim and like, that's right, Timmy. I put my hand on his face, pat him twice, and kind of give him a little harder slap on the third one. <laughs> Thanks, Timmy. Oh. Um, Still got it, Greg. And uh, he he takes one point of damage for that. Because um, <laughs> I got I to gotta be fair. Gregory, you are not helping. Be careful! Um, but you see him uh, rub his shoulder, um, and then he turns to the three and goes, oh, well, um, that takes care of the outfits. Is there um, any other of my services you'll be interested in today, I am a, a, as I mentioned, an artificer, a purveyor of a find trinkets and whatnots. Um, you know, I'm always yes. happy to help here or whenever. That uh, that peculiar gem on the counter. Where did you happen to acquire it? Oh, this one, um, my resilium. Well, uh, this this particular specimen has been in the family for years. Um, my great grandfather Timothy Taylor passed it down to his his son, my father. Uh, you can imagine his name. Tamantha, Steve, um, and and then my my father Stephen Tamantha Taylor <laughs> passed it down to me, and here here it sits. You all you all know about um, resilience, do you not? Well, I don't remember where I heard it. It might have been years ago, but I seem to recall a voice in the back of my head saying, "I'm not entirely convinced he's telling the truth." Is that, uh, can I check to see if he's li- if I can if he's sure. lying? Sure, roll roll perception. Let's see, 19. 19. With the 19, you know that he is absolutely telling the truth. Um, this resilient it's lucky this resilient was passed down to him um, it is as far as he knows it's something that's considered lucky um, and he keeps it just like all his trinkets as a, a something um, to you know be interesting that's where I heard it it was you just like an hour ago <laughs> it's a lucky gem 
We could use a lucky gem. I'm just saying. <laughs> and he goes, oh, oh, this is quite, quite not for sale. Uh, perhaps some other time uh, uh, you could come in and uh, uh, peruse my um, menagerie of artifacts. Um, but I, I, Perhaps another time, yes. <laughs> Tim, before we race off, um, I have a personal question. Of course. Um, I stare back up at that cornet. Where where did you find that instrument? Oh, this, uh, this right here. Well, this is. Um, uh, he walks back to the wall um, and he lifts it up and he says, "Well, this is um, one of the uh, many magic artifacts we have here, Tim Taylor's um, Taylor and Trinkets. This is the cornet of lisping. It, it is a, a magical item that is in fact on sale today for." Um, uh, 200 gold pieces. Uh, it, it is a magical item that um, you can use uh, against your enemies. Um, uh, it's very useful in combat. Hmm. How much gold do I have, Tommy? <laughs> I don't think you have 200 gold pieces. I don't know. And I, I, I kind of pulled that out of my ass to guessing how much gold you have. <laughs> um, Look, I, I just want to know if it comes with a powder blue mohair suit <laughs> or a silver plated Wawa mute. Where do I find this? Does anyone else have gold? I don't know. I have no yeah, idea. I want to make sure. I want to make Let's sure. Let's see. What do I Take I'm pretty this sure off the rails. Something. I got brass. Uh, Gregory, you don't have anything. I'm going to give you some. Evelyn, you have 10 gold pieces. And Desiree, you have 25. Gregory, I'm going to give you 25 as well. Okay. Uh, okay, so 25 gold pieces. So yes. I go up to Timothy. Um, I put my hand on his shoulder. Timmy, Timmy, <laughs> Timmy, Timmy. I, I know that that is a, a, a very special thing you got there, but I think I can make it even more special. And I know what it's like to be a businessman. I've been one. I've been a many a thing. So how about you and I arrange a deal and go for 10 gold? Um, and uh, he... <laughs> that is going to be quite a persuasion check. Do you want me to roll? Yes, it is going to be uh, quite the persuasion check, I think. <laughs> Okay, so it's five and plus one, so six. <laughs> um, and uh, he kind of uses his fingers to pick your hand up off his shoulder and uh, drop it next to you and goes, um, you're welcome to return when you have the requisite gold to purchase the cornet of lisping. Uh, and he places it up against the wall. Okay, 15. And uh, waves you off and says, now, um, unless there's anything else you need um, or anything else you'd like to I look at. I believe we're quite finished here, Gregory. All right. Thank you very much, Tim. It was a pleasure. I shall bring you by an autographed copy of my memoirs, Exit Pursued by an Owl Bear. <laughs> yeah thanks timmy thanks for getting my chutzpah back <laughs> see you around tim you ain't seen the last of me uh and he groan groans a little bit um and uh reaches to grab a um uh god what's the word i'm looking for reaches to grab a broom and a dustpan <laughs> um to go attack the glass that's shattered can, everywhere wait wait <laughs> dm dm real quick yes yes um as he does that can i use sleight of hand to try to steal that that cornet uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, it's gonna have to be a pretty good. Aye. Oh, jeez. I'm gonna say you have to beat a 19 sleight of hand to be able to get that. Oh. Natural 19 or 19 plus? Um, you have to beat 19, so better than 19. <laughs> I got a 19 right now, plus four, so. Oh, shit. Oh! Um, all right. Uh, damn it. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
So what does this look like? Tim Taylor um, is uh, reaching down uh, underneath his counter to grab his dustpan. Um, and Gregory, you uh, very stealthily, roguelike almost, <laughs> sneak behind the counter, uh, reach up and grab this cornet. Um, and then I assume the three of you are hightailing it out of here. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Uh, let's go, guys. Yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Thanks, Timmy. Timmy, goodbye. All right. And, we run uh, very slowly. And uh, <laughs> no, my legs are moving when I'm stealing. Like I'm, I'm real athletic. I am going to regret this one of these days. <laughs> um. All right. We should have grabbed a hat. <laughs> and I now need to quickly. All right. The cornet. Da, 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 da. Can't believe that worked, honestly. Blue moon. Coming up with the lore of the cornet. That's exactly what I'm doing. I did not mean to derail this entire episode. I had plans to flesh this thing out later. All right, I got it. Gregory, you now begrudgingly um, <laughs> have uh, the cornet of lisping. Uh, once yes. once per long rest, you can blow this magical uh, golden horn uh, and uh, uh, creatures within 25 feet of you, of your choosing, uh, must uh, succeed on a uh, DC 13 wisdom saving throw. Um, if they fail for the next one minute, they can only talk with a lisp, um, <laughs> which... Uh, affects uh, any communication they have uh, and also makes any spell with a verbal component automatically fail for one minute. Fantastic. All right. Let's go, guys. That's a good horn. Yeah, I'm the first, first magic get, uh, magic item get of our campaign. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so you all are running down the street. Um, you hear from uh, out the window, you hear Tim Taylor go, what? Hey, you there. Um, <laughs> as you all are running past. Just keep walking, keep walking. And uh, so where, where are you running to? If we get caught, I don't know you. I was about to say, did they see me do this? Or was it just something I'd... I I think... We're stuck with I you, I think Greg. they saw... Because you, as we're leaving, you were like, go, 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 get out of here. So uh, I think they absolutely know that you pilfered this cornet from this poor, poor man. I thought you'd left that life behind, Greg, I swear. I do not have enough autographed memoirs to cover for this. Don't worry, don't worry. They, yeah. They, yeah, everyone wants an autograph. Just say, just say that we're lost whenever, if anyone asks <laughs> questions, we're fine. And as you're running down the street, uh, once again, you uh, uh, pass a newsboy um, who goes, Extra, extra, Cooper crushes crime! Extra, extra, read all about it! Good for Cooper. You run past this uh, newsboy, um, um, and then uh, you run past a um, a phone booth uh, that is empty, but the the phone in the phone booth seems to be ringing. And uh, do you do you stop? Do you continue past it? Do you want to engage with the newsboy at all? Where are you running to? What are you all running from? I walk right up to the phone booth and answer it. Hello. And uh, <laughs> you hear a voice on the other end of the line go, Latona Phone Messaging Services. Patty speaking. This call is for Gregory. I'm Gregory. Oh, hold on one second, Mr. Gregory. Um, and you hear a click and then a boop. Um, and then you hear, oh, Gregory. Mo, Mo Pumpernickel here. Uh, you gave me your name uh, today um, and mentioned you were interested in auditioning for a brilliant new show, Dear Elvin Hansen. I wanted to let you know uh, auditions will begin uh, promptly tomorrow at the Lutonophone Theater uh, down on the corner. Um, and uh, uh, if you or any of your compatriots are interested, I, uh, I uh, hope you'll come out. Um, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, and then he hangs up. <laughs> Where, where at? Where, where do I have to go? Uh, and uh, you exit the phone booth. Uh, <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? Call 
calling you from a phone booth. Was it for you, Gregory? Believe it or not, it was. No kidding. Um, I think we we have another date for tomorrow night. Another audition, if you guys are interested. What? As as you all are having this uh, very stilted conversation, uh, very loudly. Um, uh, this this tiny newsboy who you had run past walks up to you and goes, listen, folks, I'm just trying to sell a paper. Can I sell you a paper, please? Hey, kid, where are you from? I'm from Imperia. I was born here. I'm a child of the streets. Aww. Obviously. That's... <laughs> Oh, I'll buy a paper oh, from you. How much is it? No, no, no. They'll just sell the papers. No, let's buy the paper. I want to read more about these headlines. He keeps screaming uh, out. All right. That'll be a, a, one one gold piece. That's This is not what a paper boy sounds Holy. like. One gold, please. One gold piece, please. It's rather expensive for a paper. Yeah. Well, oh, I can get a gold. I could I could spend a gold piece on a newspaper. All right. We'll share. Huh. All right. Thank you. All right. That's nice. That's thank nice. Thank you, ma'am. Um, and Do he, run uh, along. Uh, yeah. Make good choices, little kid. <laughs> oh, I never seize the, I, I, seize the day. I never do. Uh, and you see him uh, <laughs> uh, skip off away uh, in time to the other paper boys who are also skipping down the street with him. Oh, they're very charming. Virile. Oh, I love a. I love. There's nothing like a paper boy's jeté, isn't there? <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you have in your hands uh, an issue of Imperia Daily. The main headline at the very top it says Dragotha delights. Previews of Hello Dragotha have been going quite well. You get from the article. Uh, early rumors of the leading actress Caroline Chandler being nervous o- about the project seem unfounded. <laughs> Below that, oh. uh, a couple other articles. There's one that says uh, uh, Cooper crushes crime. Uh, beneath it, you're, there's a. a a picture of a, a waving woman with gigantic hair. Um, and underneath it, the caption says, Laura Louver Cooper, mayor of Imperia, declares crime the lowest it's been in decades. Until today. <laughs> wow, Greg. <laughs> to the right of that is another article. Um, it says, Blythe beats burn. Uh, and underneath it, uh, it uh, the article describes how the May Blythe Theater uh, had a fire scare last week. But thanks to the work of their anti-magic marshal, the crisis was averted and performances of Cyclops and the Chocolate Factory will resume <laughs> next week. It's a classic. Where are y'all headed? What do y'all want to do? Um, do you guys want to go to the Patinkin, rest up before our big, big day tomorrow? We got an audition and we got a show. I think we could all use a rest. None of us are as young as we used to be. Well, that is very true. What time is it right. in relation to, like, like if comparative to human time? Uh, com- comparative to human time, um, it, it's getting later in the afternoon. It's probably time to... It's know. time for bed, guys. We should have dinner and a rest. Yes. All right. You uh, head down the street past, uh, in the other direction, the Demps-Hohenstein, uh, where you auditioned, where you see uh, that same giant uh, smiling face of Caroline Chandler on the marquee above the theater. Uh, and you, you turn the corner um, and you see a, a marvelously uh, gigantic building there with a, a glowing orange sign above it that says the Patink Inn. <laughs> um, it's it's oh. at least a seven story building uh, with uh, a stone first floor and then wood thatched oh. gables all the way up. Gables. This is a beautiful hotel. Lovely. Can we afford this? Am I gonna have to steal a room? It feels like it probably, <laughs> yeah. Pro- feels like it probably gets more erratic the higher up it gets. <laughs> uh, you, I, we should at least go in and see. Yes, let's if go. we can yes. make this happen. All right, the three of you, shoulder to shoulder, open the double doors into the Patink Inn, da, 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 da. and you are greeted by the most raucous out-of-tune group singing around a piano in the corner of the tavern on the first floor of this inn and tavern. Um, There's a ghostly figure at the piano, and it sings 
to you, suddenly sphinxes, <laughs> and everyone's singing along with it, uh, and it goes, tell me this question lasts till forever, answer this riddle, keep him at bay, and everyone else joins in, a head on a lion is so strange and frightening, but solve his enigma, and you'll walk away, and everyone joins in, suddenly <laughs> sphinxes. Um, and there's a whole bunch of people. I hum along, but I only know the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, every piano bar you walk into, it suddenly sphinxes. Suddenly sphinxes. Suddenly um, sphinxes. You <laughs> no, <laughs> that's wrong. Gregory, <laughs> I... What? I'm singing um, the song. Uh, you, uh, you walk in uh, and you find yourself uh, in the tavern on the first floor of the Patink Inn. It's got wood paneled walls. The floor is very sticky. It seems very cramped. Mm. There's a piano in the corner uh. with a bunch of uh, patrons singing around a ghostly figure. Uh, there's brown bent wood chairs around a variety of tables. Uh, twinkly yellow lights trace the ceiling. Uh, it's very cramped. And of course, at the bar, which seems to be the front desk as well, uh, you see a very large humanoid figure um, with uh, blue skin and a kind of a tight army cut. Oh. <laughs> Looks like he's the man we should talk to. Let's let's go up. I greet the man. Hello, good chap. How are you doing today? I guess, how's it going? The name's Mandy. Oh. Um, oh. And uh, uh, That's a girl's <laughs> name. I know. And uh, he hears you say that, Evelyn. Um, and he goes, <laughs> Why? Li- listen. I whisper ma'am, it. Ma'am, I hear that a lot. Uh, us, us. Us furbolgs have very non-traditional names, but I, I assure you Mandy uh, is, can be anyone's name here. Uh, how, how may I help you? Welcome to the Patink Inn. I, I start turning on like the flirty appeal because like those broad shoulders, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> we're looking for a room there, Mandy. Um, is that um, something you can help us out with? And uh, Gregory, as you turn around, Mandy uh, sees uh, the usher outfit you have draped over your shoulder um, and says, oh, are you are you all from the, the Liedernander organization? I've heard they've been looking for ushers for quite some time. Yes. We're more than just ushers. Wink. What? All you, all you have to be is ushers around here, and if you're part of the Liedernanders, you've got a room for, with us. Oh. The Patinkin is always open to anyone as part of the Liedernander organization. Lovely. Fantastic. We like that room. Excellent, excellent. I'll, I'll set you up with a room on the fourth floor. Um, it, it'll be a just second if you want to sit down. Uh, and he pours the the three of you um, uh, a nondescript uh, beer-looking or ale-looking drink from the tap. <laughs> says, have a load off. Uh, uh, feel free to sing along. Um, it's, it's, you know, m- musical Sundays here. Uh, magical musical Sundays, which is totally a thing I thought of beforehand. Um <laughs> And I don't, and I don't uh, know what my voice sounds like yet, <laughs> uh, but feel feel free to take a load off, and uh, uh, we'll we'll have those rooms ready soon. Um, Mandy, Mandy, before you go, can I have something that isn't ale? I I, I don't imbibe alcoholic beverages. Um, I'm oh. Of, of course, a man of my own tastes. Um, and he uh, reaches under the counter and hands you just an orange, um, <laughs> just like a full orange. Um, says here you go, and then he walks away. Uh. Oh, you love these. I grab a straw from behind the <laughs> counter and shove it right into the orange. <laughs> like the Tropicana logo. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, you look around the bar. Um, you see a bunch of different things. Um, you see this group gathered around the piano. Um, you see a uh, uh, an elf in a green cloak sitting alone in the corner with a, a hood over her head, um, sitting all alone. 
You see a lady who looks very popular, dressed in bright pink, uh, who has big, big hair, who looks kind of familiar. Um, you see a, a half-orc with green skin. He's at the end of the bar. Um, he's got a, a, a couple half-orcs around him and seems to be uh, regaling them of some tale. Um, and then at the other corner of the bar is an Aarakocra, a bird person. Uh, he's sitting alone, um, seems a little down in the dumps, um, just kind of nursing his drink. <laughs> Uh, that blonde girl seems familiar to me. I feel like I hate her. <laughs> Are you sure? You couldn't remember what year it was earlier this afternoon. No, oh, something about us. Don't you? Evelyn, I don't trust you to memorize your lines, let alone memorize a face. Huh? What, look, look at her. Look at that pink in that head. Desiree, are you telling me you don't hate her? <laughs> well, I don't know if I hate anybody until I get to know them. Then I usually hate them. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Well, I want to. I want to. Fi- I want to see if I remember. Every, her. Everyone's a future friend if you're looking at it like that. All strangers are just future friends. So I waltz right yeah, up. Yeah, future competition. Right up to the girl that they're all talking shit about. Waltz right all up right. to her. I don't know. You you walk up to this lady and she says, "Well, then I said to them, if you're not gonna get those miscreants off the street, then my name isn't Laura Coover Cooper." And everyone around her laughs um and you realize in this moment jess this is the lady uh you saw the picture of in the newspaper the mayor of imperia laura louver cooper hello 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 miss cooper i hear you're doing great things around here oh and she blushes a little bit i'm always excited to meet a fan Oh, truly, truly. And we we are new to this town relatively, and we just love the feeling that we have around here. Crime is down. No one's stealing anything from shops. It's fantastic. Well, of course. I- Imperia, the city of lights. It's brighter here. You know who wrote that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Ladies, ladies, Um, you guys know Miss Cooper, right? I'm charmed. Oh, yeah, Miss Cooper, the mayor. Uh, You were saying, yeah, you were saying crime was down, oh, right? Oh, Oh, yes. Uh, ever since our zero tolerance policy on magic in the streets um, and our, our uh, magic in the sheets, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gregory. And uh, uh, she she looks at you, Gregory, and kind of raises one eyebrow. Um, she says, and of course, our, uh, our um, understudy take care of brigade. No, I need a better name than that. Um, <laughs> it's a work in progress. Uh, uh, UTCB. UTCB. Understudy take care of brigade. The same understudies that attacked us only twice today, was it, Evelyn and Gregory? I call it one and a half times, you know. You say that, Desiree, and the smile is wiped straight off of Laura Louver Cooper's face. Um, And she leans over to you and and whispers very aggressively, what was that you just said? We were attacked by understudies twice. Well, I suppose one and a half since Gregory stole one of their cloaks and it attacked us, but... Um, And you you see her... It is still a matter of some concern. Knocked me right down. You see her move swiftly and sharply. And uh, she says to um, the uh, uh, laughing group of people around her, she suddenly puts on a fake smile very quickly. Goes, oh, uh, uh, folks, I I must uh, attend to some business back at the office. Um, You know, uh, um, mayor's work is never done. Um, and like a flash, she bolts out of the bar, just grabbing her coat off the chair um, and uh, exits quickly. Oh, well, that went over well. Told you we hate her. I looked at Desiree I'm and I'm like, you. I like her. I don't trust her. 
<laughs> Got to keep an eye on that one. Um, as she does, because things uh, quieted down a little bit in the bar, uh, now that Laura Luver Cooper uh, isn't holding court with her uh, group of people anymore. Um, and you hear behind you uh, this woman uh, in the, uh, this uh, elf woman sitting in a, a green cloak behind you. You can hear just the most faintest, quietest little sobs. And she goes, <laughs> I I gesture towards her and start walking as if to imply, eh, let's let's go see what's going on there. Yes. Be nice. Um, Use your tact now, Gregory. Hopefully <laughs> ought to let one of us take the lead. Be nice. Don't hit on her. Don't be gross. Let me try it one more time. You guys get the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so you're you're walking over to her. Yeah. What do you what what does this look like? What do you do? Um is she like at like a corner bar seat where there is like a chair in front of her, like at, she, on the other side of the table? She's got a She's got a smaller table all by herself. There's there's a couple extra chairs around her. Um, it's definitely in the corner of the bar. Um, okay, I stand behind the chair and I was like, "Excuse me, young lady, can is this seat taken? Can I join you?" Um, and uh, she looks up at you, and for the first time, uh, you can see her face. And the first thing you notice are the brightest white teeth you have ever seen. And undoubtedly, crying in the corner is the leading actress of Hello, Dragotha, Caroline Chandler. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Miss Chandler, I did not realize. Caroline! Remember how you made it here, a game of truth or dare. You rolled the dice with confidence, now the fortunes we can share. The finish line is drawing near. Just keep your eye on the prize. A new star is calling you. Why don't you try it on the side? Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.